everyone, and welcome to the Catholic Hawks podcast. I'm Christina Diverso Collins, your host and campus minister here at Monmouth University. Today, we are joined by our student president, Giovanni De Natale. He'll be talking to us about creating a good routine as a college student. So let's just start off with a prayer. In the name of the Father, Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Lord, thank you for bringing us here this morning. Uh, We pray that uh, through your Holy Spirit, you will put on our hearts anything that we are meant to hear today, and that this time will be fruitful for all who listen and for us here today. And we just ask all of this through the intercession of our Blessed Mother. Hail Mary, full of grace, grace, the the Lord Lord is with with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, womb, Jesus. Jesus. Holy Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, pray pray for for us sinners, sinners, now and at the hour of our death. death. Amen. Amen. In the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, so Giovanni, uh, welcome, welcome. Thank you, you. happy to be here. Happy to be here. (laughs) This is great to have you. Yeah. So, yeah, anything else uh, I missed in the intro? Anything else you want to say about yourself? Maybe your major? I mean, so just a quick rundown. I'm a poli-sci major, and then I also double minor a little uh, with economics and public policy. And then I got a couple other positions like i'm also president from auto un and head ra so as bu- i'm as busy as busy gets but it'll be fun talking about prayer and fitting it into that routine of, the, of a busy life but yeah yeah no big deal right All those ah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, exactly. it's the best part of my day anyway so yeah. yeah no that's great that's awesome so yeah you are kind of um sort of a model we'll say for you know creating routines i know you get up early because you've mentioned that um i do but you always answer my morning texts, <laughs> yeah, <I try> to, <laughs> which is I, rare, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's uh, I think I think a good prayer routine, especially just like business and life in general, like mm-hmm. the key is like setting a good sleep schedule, because oh, great. because I know, especially I've been I've been slacking a little bit the last few months. I've been going to sleep later, like midnight, closer to one a.m. But normally on on a good day, I'm in bed between like ten to eleven. That way, I can like get started, get wake up around five thirty, six a.m. the next day, which I know sounds scary. Uh, off rip to people especially if you've never done it before but it, it's really not that hard and it's really fun once you get used to it but yeah. I definitely think like going to sleep early is a super is a great key because then you can wake up early and then you have your whole day ahead of you so is that like uh, your first tip for like how how can other students go about creating a good routine I think so I think so it just starts with getting like a daily regimen like you obviously life happens and you got to be a little flexible but it, it's good if your if your days have the same set of routine like it's good if you like go to sleep around the same time and wake up around the same time because that way your body can just get used to it your mind gets used to it and you can start developing that discipline and you can actually start keeping to it which is going to be the hardest thing because like you know at the beginning of every prayer journey you're all about it you're all in you're on this high you want to get closer to god but keeping that discipline is going to be is so much harder than staying motivated because the motivation is going to come and go as there are definitely some days i know speaking from experience where sorry but like it's it's hard to pray it's like you get like tired and it's like but then oh you're disciplined like you're rooted back to god and you just keep going to it and then by having your days look similar at least on a monday through friday similar routines you keep that discipline the discipline will develop stronger and it's going to help you not only in prayer which is of course the most important part of our life because it connects us to god but it's going to help us in school uh and work uh just with our families and everything because the more disciplined we are the more responsible we'll be and like probably the better we'll be able to love and things like that yeah absolutely you mentioned the distinction between feelings and sort of like these disciplined actions so there's kind of a little slogan sometimes we say in psychology which is like feelings follow actions i think there's a truth to that right you know sometimes getting something into your muscle memory is really important 
and with prayer you could definitely have dryness and definitely yeah. at times you don't feel like doing it right yeah yeah i know i've been through my own struggles of like mm. oh man it's end of the day like especially when my routine gets thrown around it's like all of a sudden i gotta do everything at the end of the day it's like oh you gotta do it i could go to sleep but you still gotta do it anyway and it's just good to have that discipline to fall back on yes yes it's yeah. good for everything in life right yeah absolutely um, yeah what does your typical day look like with your so routines? uh it's gonna it's gonna piggyback off i think my, my the second point that i really wanted to make where it's i think you should start and end your day with god mm-hmm. definitely because i pulled off i pulled a couple of quotes up here just so there's someone smarter than me is gonna nice speak. nice uh, i like it uh one from saint peter julian uh Imard, who was his feast day was a couple of days ago i think, I think was, right yeah. where it's uh he says in order to succeed in prayer it should be done when we first awaken when our whole being is calm and, re- and recollected, we need to make our meditation before anything else. Mm-hmm. And so kind of kind of just going off of that, I think especially when you wake up in the early morning, like at 5, 30, 6 a.m., like the most beautiful thing about that is the world is so quiet. Like I, it really feels like it's kind of just you and God. Of course, there's a lot of especially people. Especially on awake, a college campus. Especially <laughs> on a college campus. It, every, everyone's it is asleep. Quiet. Some kids just went to sleep two hours ago. So, that's I mean, right, it's, that's right. So it's, it's so good to just start your day off with prayer because there's so much noise and especially in my life there's so much noise especially in the college campus there's so many distractions so if you start your day off with god then if you start off your day with hearing him in the silence then you can hear him throughout the rest of your day because i had a friend of mine matt ross we were talking about the importance of silence for silent prayer which is something i really still need to i I work into my routine but not as often as i should probably and he talked about how in the silence you know we may not get the fruits we need from that specific silent prayer but it's how we in silent prayer we develop a posture to listen to god so because we can't hear him in the silence how can we hear him in the noise but so but if you start to hear him in the silence if you start to orient yourself toward hearing him when nothing else is going on Mm -hmm. then in life when everything's trying to distract you and everything's super busy then that's where things get going and that's where you can start hearing him so i i always start my day off with a little typical morning offering uh, there's a couple of pairs online. I think like the morning offering to the Immaculate Heart is something I do. It's on Hallow all the time. Or it can also just start your day off with like, dear God, thank you for waking me up. Uh, you know, I'm grateful for everything you've done for me and continue to do for me. And just help me to be grateful you to the end of the day and guide all my actions. Just like something super simple like that. It doesn't have to be crazy. And then I do like a five minute silent meditation before my day starts. Just write myself. And then I get kind of going. I also have like the luxury of living alone, which is on a college campus. You know, having an apartment to yourself is very, very rare. But I'll throw on uh, something from Hala, like a Jeff Cavins uh, reflection, and while I'm yeah. doing my morning routine, while I'm brushing my teeth, getting ready to go out. And I love those. I do those every day. He's They're so awesome. smart. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, he is. he's so smart. And it's just so much fun listening to someone smart, but like it's so simple at the same time. Yes, yes. And then I, uh, I'll do that. And then normally I'll typically go to the gym a couple hours, which I also think it's really funny, but like building discipline in the gym or just in any act, physical activity of any sort can only help you, I feel like, in the spiritual life. Because like I said, the motivation to go to the gym, why, when you start college, like, oh, I want to get in shape, I want to get better. And it's like, well, you uh, fast forward four weeks and you don't want to go to the gym anymore. I know there's times when I just, I'm like, oh, do I really want to get up and don't go do this? And it's yeah, like, basically. no, I don't. But if you force yourself to do that, like then it subconsciously just continues to develop that discipline, which is going to bleed over into your prayer life. And it's just going to help you even more. Yeah. For yeah. sure. And then normally after the gym, uh, I'll take a shower, you know, do my daily stuff, and then I'll, I'll read scripture. I'll try, I'll, uh, throughout my rest of the day, it's going to be a 
reading scripture and praying the rosary. And I try to get 20 minutes of like intentional prayer in there combined with silent prayer. So I'm like having about like an hour, at least hour, hour and a half a day with God. And I think that's like a really great number you want to strive to and you try to get to. But like obviously carving out an hour to two hours a day is going to be hard right off the bat. So it's good to start off with like baby steps, like 20 or 30 minutes. But like to recap, my day is kind of like wake up, five minutes, silence, more typical morning offering. A couple hours later, after I do the gym, I'll read the Bible, go class, do some stuff. Then in the evening, I'll pray the rosary, hopefully with a few friends, because praying alone is it's fun, but it's it's really a lot more fun to pray with friends. Yeah. And, and you do gather people here to pray. Yeah, it's you been know, like whoever can come. Yeah, yeah, that's great. It's fun when it's like five or six. We had five guys, like five people last night, and yeah. sometimes we get like ten out of nowhere, and it's like, oh, this is cool. That's like, awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. Like just fun praying the rosary, which is something I wish I did more throughout my life. Mm-hmm. I only really started doing it last Lent, and when I was going through some like traumatic things, and then I was like, oh well, everyone says I should turn to Mary because mm-hmm. you know she'll help lead me closer to her son and that's a piece of advice i wish i took a lot sooner Mm. in my prayer life that's a great thing about the rosary too is you know even if you don't have beads you have 10 fingers (laughs) so you always like i love how god does this for us right like he makes it so simple and um oftentimes people will say well i've never prayed the rosary before particularly with that and it's like well i have a feeling you know the our father and the hail mary you know maybe some people don't but most do so like that's actually most of it so now you have most of it down and you have fingers and you can do it you know it's great so yeah it's such a it's something you could even do in your head if you needed to do you know like as you're doing something i know whenever i see something kind of crazy because it's college it just it just happens (laughs) and they're not going to see everything that aligns with you morally especially right especially with people like us uh and sometimes i'll be like whoa Okay, let me just say quick Hail Mary in my head yes. just to get that like out of there because yes. it's good to just write yourself because like I said before, there's so many distractions and mm-hmm. so many people trying to throw you off course and it's like, all right, well, how do I write myself? Let's go back to the root. Let's go back to God. And- the distractions too. I mean, sorry, disclaimer here, newsflash. Hopefully this wasn't a spoiler. Like they also don't end after. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dang, I wish. I, I know. I sorry, wish. sorry. Um, but they only they only sort of compound, or I don't say compound, but they they're different distractions. So like you have a certain set of distractions when you're in college, and then afterwards you have other life distractions. And so that's why I think it's really important. We were just having this conversation yesterday in women's group that like these routines and these practices that you're building now are actually really good to set a foundation for the rest of your life. Because if you could start now by crafting the discipline that you need, you know, when it becomes even more hard, you know, later, or it just, you know, all other things kind of come at you, you can have this sort of in your back pocket, this discipline that you've already built, and that's going to be a great foundation. Yeah, exactly. What's that quote? I want to butcher the quote from Proverbs where it's like, you know, raise your children when they're young and the right, and yes. the right way to go, and then they'll follow that throughout their life. I yes. just definitely missed half of it, but no, that's right. Just that's like, right. Yeah. I always I say to I say to my friends, and like, I don't know, it's probably easier to say this to uh, to just people in college, but it's like uh, I'm like guys, like life is speaking from junior to freshman. It's like yeah. life got a lot a lot more difficult than it did two years ago. Yes. And uh, you know, I've like, like through the grace of God, thankfully, like. He's, he's like, they strengthened me through all of his gifts and everything, through his mm-hmm. grace, through his love, through his mercy, to help me handle the challenges. But like, like it's as easy as it is today. And if you're not going to start your disciplines today, if you wait until tomorrow, like tomorrow never comes. Tomorrow, my That's right. one of my basketball coaches in high school said to me, like, when we were talking about 
putting in work and getting better. He said, he said, listen, guys, tomorrow is not a day on the calendar. You got Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, all the way through Saturday. He said, tomorrow never comes. If you say, I'll start tomorrow, then yeah. tomorrow will never arrive. So it's like, make today, not tomorrow, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, make, like so start true. today. Start today. You mentioned, um, you know, noise and you mentioned the need for silence. That's such a key point um, because the world is very noisy. Um, and just, you know, it's funny because when you, you start to do, again, like another practice you could start now, because I know many people that, you know, no matter what age they are, they just have a real problem with silence or, you know, there are people that have to listen to something all day long. Like they have to have some sort of noise, um, you know, and this is literally people of all ages. So there's something that makes us sort of uncomfortable about silence. I think naturally, maybe we have to confront ourselves a little bit or, we can get caught up in our own heads when it's quiet and maybe we need the distractions but how do you how do you sort of battle that i know um i like i always start like with a quote from my uh, my my one of my high school trainers said this to me he's like you sometimes your mind is the worst neighborhood to be and like there's Mm -hmm. there's definitely extreme validity to that especially if your thoughts are being influenced by the by the enemy or by just wrong influencers but the beautiful thing about silence which is also kind of the scary thing about silence what makes people scared of it i think is because there's nowhere to hide because i think when it's just silence it's just kind of you it's god and it's your thoughts and like that's an opportunity to reflect and i i feel like more people often than not whether like they appear like this not are kind of their own harshest critic yes and if it's just you and your thoughts and god then it's like it's going to be a period of self-reflection and if you're like not if you are not used to that Mm. then well it could be you could be in for a rude awakening i know myself i was definitely in a period where sometime over the summer where i had no silence going i always had something like for hallow going on in the background mm-hmm. like every second of my life and hallow's amazing don't get me wrong yeah. my no it's great Best it has its place yeah, yeah absolutely but it can't sometimes i would be using it so i could avoid the silence and like that was dangerous and then i would just turn to i used to turn to music and I'd be like oh because i'm using hallow i'm using something religious then obviously mm-hmm. that's fine but the most i should have looked up before but i feel like there's so many saints to talk about how silent prayers the most important part of building a foundation with god yeah that's where you hear him that's where you grow and going about finding silence like thankfully here we have the catholic center we have yes. this beautiful chapel where it's always quiet yes and i know for me it's, it's been my refuge throughout college and uh, i know other schools are not as lucky to have that mm. but I, I guess if you don't have a chapel on campus obviously try to find your nearest church try to find your nearest adoration chapel like yeah if you want to feel the presence of God, and like I know feeling and faith is a very dangerous combination. Sure, sure. But yeah. like, Jesus is so present in the Eucharist. And like once I understood that truth, you know, there's there's an adoration chapel that I've grown, like two minutes from my home. And it's like whenever I'm home and not at school, obviously, I would go there all the time. And it's just there's such a peace emanating from there. And it's like it's the, it's a peace that I only ever feel in front of, in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Yes. So my number one tip, like get there somehow. You don't have a car ask your friend to drive you like it's yes. it's like you got to try to find the nearest church or cathedral especially the adoration chapel like all the better yes and if you uh if you don't have that time then kind of going back to the point i made earlier get up early because no one's awake early go for a walk in the early morning look at the stars yeah. it's just look at god's creation and then just you know realizing that he made the stars but he made you to be like the pinnacle creation it's like mm-hmm. well these magnificent things are amazing but you know we are we're created in his image and that's so beautiful and it's just so there's so much you can get from just waking up early and being silent and being alone just being with god and like 
communing with the rest of his creation. And mm-hmm. I think waking up early is the best thing to do. Yes. And and oh, on college campus, it's really hard, but try to find quiet spots because there's got to be some. We're also really blessed that we're in this part of the country. We're literally a mile from the beach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's nothing better that you could, I mean, I know it's freezing right now, yeah. but the weather will get warmer. And even sometimes when it's cold, there's something so therapeutic about just going down and like looking at the ocean. Mm, yes. you know, it really clears your head. Like for me, that's where like I really experience God probably the most in nature is, you know, at the beach. Um, or even just you're on the boardwalk and you're just like, it's like this is so beautiful. It's so peaceful. You know, we have a retreat tomorrow yes, uh, at the retreat house right on the beach, which I think is going to be so conducive, you know, to what we're trying to do. Um, and you mentioned adoration is so, so important. We are also very blessed. We're right down the street from St. Michael's. Um, Fridays in Lent, they have adoration from their from the, the time that they're one of the, the mass, the morning mass ends until their noon mass, and then after the noon mass, until their whatever the mass is later, five thirty, something like that. So you have like a giant chunk of time on Fridays and Lent. It's such a gift. This is not just preaching to as this is preaching to myself too. Like I really yeah. need to get myself there. Me as well. No excuses. Um, it's hard. Uh, something will always get in the way, but it's so important. And once you're there, like you said, it's kind of like guided silence almost because you have jesus right there yeah yeah and it's just like uh, i forgot who said it. it's like it's just me looking at him and him looking at me yes and silence is great and then that's when you can like start talking yeah to god just you know let him know how your day is going because and listening exactly that's the most that's the most important part because you know i don't know about you but that friend that you don't want to be that friend that was just blabbers i know i am guilty of that with god and with my other friends but it's just like it's good yeah. to just sit back and just be in someone's presence. Because I, yeah. I always kind of like gauge the strength of a friendship by like how well you can be silent with each other. Like, can you two sit, can, can you and your friend be alone in a car and just have music going and yes. just not need to talk? Yes. And like my, my, my strongest friendships has always been those where it's like, I don't have to speak. Like we, we can just yes. like go vibe, listen to music, drive, and then we'll fine. And then yes. we'll just get each other. And I, I, like I equate my relationship with God like that too. We're so trained to break the silence, right? You know, and I think we're so, I mean, literally just so culturally, you know, uh, conditioned in a way. I remember when I was dating, you know, my husband, or maybe we were, I don't even remember, but um, we'd be driving in the car, you know, Brian and I, and I would just be like looking out the window. Because when I'm in the car sometimes, I really just need that sort of, you know, I know I have a, a, you know, public jobs and things like that, but I actually really like my own alone time. I like to be quiet. Yeah. So... I remember just looking out the window and I'd be staring there and Brian would be like, are you mad? Are you upset at me? And I was like, no, you know, I was like, I'm not upset. This is literally just the time that I need to sort of veg in a way. And now of course he realizes, you know, we're coming up on eight years now and yeah, he's like, awesome. oh, okay. That's great. Like that's, that's cool. Uh, but in the beginning, he really thought that the silence was indicative of some sort of problem or, you know, I was angry at him for some reason, because I think that's just kind of what we're we're taught, right? We break the silence or, you know, even when we go to public places, we don't really want to be seen alone. Absolutely. Cannot. Do you do that? I, I oh. do it. We all are like, oh, let me take out my phone. I, I, <laughs> I go to, even when I walk to class, I don't want to walk alone. Let me just pull out my phone. Yes. I go to the dining hall. Oh, impossible to eat by myself. Like, thankfully there's usually someone yeah. in there I know, but times when I think by myself, like, okay, we're going to grab a to-go box and get out of here. Yes. But what is the fear there? I wonder like, what's the fear? I don't know. I just, I, I think, I yeah. guess it's like some like social anxiety that, 
oh, he's sitting alone, he's a loser or something. But it's like, uh, yes, I, feel, yes. I feel like there's got to be something of that in there. Like, I'm almost over that now because, like, all right, whatever. If you think that, then have a yeah, nice day. But. I think you're right. I think it's it's intrapersonal and interpersonal. Like, I think that we, we worry about what others might think, that we're just sort of, like, you know, losers with no friends. Yeah. <laughs> or Or we're afraid of, like, all the thoughts that are going through our heads. So maybe it's both. I don't know. But... That I just we all do it. I do it. You know. I know it's 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 like terrible. I have to pull my phone out and start watching something, and then I'm distracted from eating. And like, I'm, there's got to be something out there that says that's not healthy for your digestion. Yeah, right. There's got to be something out there. Yeah, multitasking. Actually, when you multitask and eat, you yeah. actually don't. I think it doesn't register in your body that you've yeah. eaten. Which it's is like kind of scary. Yet. Which is like not that. Yeah. But. Yeah. So no, I think there is like there's a fear. There's a cultural fear there. So we sort of have to push back. What other challenges then? Like, do you experience i think also kind of spreading off for that sometimes you got to sacrifice doing stuff with your friends mm-hmm. or maybe you might ch- like get a little behind on homework or something just to make sure you pray every day mm-hmm. and it's uh i know sometimes there are times where my friends want to hang out with me it's like All right, I'll, I'll be there in a little bit i just i gotta do things i gotta read the bible first i gotta pray the rosary first you gotta do silent yeah. prayer first and friends beautiful i love them you know we're made to commune with one another because mm-hmm. they can hopefully friends are supposed to hopefully lead us closer to god mm-hmm. you know that's like that's the idea we're supposed to lead them closer to God and like sanctify them, like vice versa. Right. But sometimes it's like it's hard, you know, because it's like, especially if you want to keep that, that sleep schedule. Your friends do something early at night. Oh, sorry, I got I got to go to sleep so I can be up early in the morning. I can pray and I can mm-hmm. stick to it. Because at the end of the day, our our most important relationship is with Christ, right? And, That's right. And it's you know, it's hopefully, hopefully your friends understand that. I'm, I'm grateful that I think most of my friends do now, mm-hmm. and the ones that don't are getting there. But it's like. The hardest challenge is like letting your friends know that listen i love you guys so maybe i have to take a step back because i gotta work on my relationship with god because like you know this this hour this hour to one mm-hmm. to two hours a day that i may have been spending with you i've been spending with other people i now i'm gonna go spend with him you'll be a better friend for it too. yeah and it's like it's like if, yeah. if, if if you love god that you know it's just gonna only help you love others more yeah Cause you, yeah because once you put everything in right relationship then yeah. i think your other relationships sort of you know flourish um, you know, not to be uh, morbid, but, you know, you come into this world alone and, and you, you leave this world, you mm-hmm. know, alone. So that, that relationship is so key. You know, John Paul II talks about it in Theology of the Body, this unique and sort of uh, unrepeatable relationship that you have, um, you know, with the Creator first. Um, he talks about it in relation to Adam uh, prior to Eve. And that's actually really, like, neat, you know, and, and it's... The term is like original solitude, a few different definitions of that. But one of them is that being in that sort of unique, unrepeatable relationship with the Lord. And that that's going to be sort of the ground of all your relationships. They will suffer if you put too much, I think, on other people. And you don't have that relationship with Jesus. I, th- I think so. Did you listen to Jeff Caven's reflection about like priorities? Yes. That was like, that's yes. like, like. It's like I don't have. It's like it's like priorities is not a. It's not a plural word. Yes. Or something. It's like it's, a, it's like well, you you have a priority. That priority is God. But Correct. through taking care of your priority, everything else gets taken care of. Yes. And I thought I was like, thank God he finally put it in a way that I could understand and maybe hopefully hopefully I'll tell you <laughs> that again a really really important lesson for everything for your um, where you are now your vocation as a student um, vocation you know capital V when you you. Um, you know, pursue religious life or marriage. Um, it's so important because you, this happens all the time in relationships, you know, in marriages, you put too much on your spouse. 
your spouse is your priority and not God. And then that relationship just can't withstand that. Mm. You know, no human being can fulfill that. Exactly. I, I always think whenever I've in in college, especially because that's really when my prayer life is ramped up. Mm. Whenever I I, try, I attempt to put it secondary, all of a sudden things start going off the rails. Yeah. And it's like whatever I put up, like whenever I make God my priority, I make my prayer life the most important discipline of my day. Somehow everything just gets figured out. I, you somehow have enough time and energy for everything. And you know, I'm not a big coincidence, this guy. Like, that's, <laughs> it's got to be God. There's no other way to explain that. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You do. You somehow have all the... Yeah, yeah God gives it back. I, I've heard it said that, you know, when you when you give time for God, like, he gives you... It, he gives it to you back, like, tenfold. Even, I think, Fulton Sheen has been quoted as saying, you know, if you're... I don't It's a normal day, you should spend, like, an hour before the blessed sacrament except if you're busy then you just spend two hours <laughs> yeah that's perfect <laughs> like, oh my goodness yeah i love that that's I love amazing that. And he's one of my favorite people <laughs> he's definitely i just love seeing him in the black and white and the whole oh, yeah. get up it's fantastic and the whole bishop it's it's amazing if you have an opportunity to watch one of his yeah. old uh programs it's it's so worth it it's amazing yeah. he's he's awesome for sure yeah pretty much so yeah no i think we've um this has actually been really great. Yeah, I've covered a lot. We've covered a uh, lot of ground. Any any final thoughts? Uh, I actually wanted to mention, I guess, one more thing. Uh, I just started taking a journal recently, mm-hmm. five minutes a day. I think you got to do it. I like self reflect. You know, talk about self reflection, and like that's perfect. They start small, five minutes a day, don't go over. Yeah. And it's been super fruit. I just I need to add a, a spice of life to my fair life, and that was the perfect thing I needed. So. And I wish I were doing it more because, you know, I think, but journaling is fantastic. Like, I love it. I think everyone should do it. Five minutes a day, it's not hard, but it, it's amazing. You know, it's amazing. Yes. So many people recommend journaling as a practice because it helps you. It helps you to express your thoughts, but also even to go back to your journals. I've heard this, that you could go back and sort of see how God was guiding you and see how like you got through these certain things you know in your life and and have some gratitude for the ways that god is working because i don't think we often reflect on that yeah you know we get through something and we almost forget about it exactly so you don't want to do that you want to be able to like remember in the good sense yeah no definitely definitely there have been times especially the last two god two huge weekends last two weekends like a couple weeks ago was 21st birthday and this weekend i was just at harvard from all the it was like two awesome weekends like when i was journaling about it i was like Oh, and you're remembering everything. It's like, oh, thank you, God. Like, yeah, thank you for for do, like giving that to me. Because you know, I didn't, I didn't deserve. I don't may not deserve that. I may not ask for. It. You gave it to me anyway. It's like, mm-hmm. thank you so much. And like, the only way you can be grateful is if you can reflect. And that's being right. grateful to God is super important. That's that's the sacrifice and offering He wants us. He wants us to be grateful. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what yeah. the Eucharist is, right? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, would you like to uh, close us in prayer? This has really been wonderful. Absolutely. Thank so, you. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. It's great. All right. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, I ask that you would always grant us the grace, the wisdom, the discipline, the faith, the mercy, and the love, and whatever other gifts and virtues you wish to bestow upon us to call out to you daily. For whenever we call out to you through prayer and in our life, you hear us and you answer us, O Lord, and help us to always hold firm to the faith and stick to our daily routines of prayer, especially when days are long and nights are short, God. And I ask once again for the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst the women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yes. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you for having me. And thanks for listening.